0: Thank you, Alyssa. This is Good Shepherd Sunday. So know this morning that the Lord is your shepherd. He is your good shepherd. He is the one who has laid his life down for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Please stand as we read together our gospel lesson from John, the 10th chapter, beginning with the 11th verse. Here, Jesus is speaking, and Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus. Thank you for giving us the Good Shepherd. And I pray today that we would Uh, that we would have confidence once again in Jesus, knowing that we are protected by him as we face many difficulties and hardships in this life. As we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, we have nothing to fear because you are with us. And Lord, if there is anyone here that does not know or trust in Jesus as their good shepherd, I pray that uh, through the power of your Holy Spirit and your word today that you would lead people today once again back to yourself. Thank you that you are willing to leave the 99 to come after us and to bring us home. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, a good shepherd, a good shepherd leads the sheep. It's pretty simple. A bad shepherd will not lead the sheep. The hired hand actually will leave the sheep when the job is difficult or the job is hard. But Jesus is the good shepherd. And he is the good shepherd who promises to lead you today. Does he promise to lead you when you stray? He does. He promises to lead you. You don't have to be that cute, clean sheep. If you're like me, you know that you're a sheep that needs some cleaning up, you're sinful. And Jesus promises to lead you. So we are sheep. We are sheep. And the problem with sheep is that they are, by nature, followers. They will follow. And here's the problem. They will follow. They will follow the wrong, uh, the wrong leader. They will go in the wrong direction, and they'll end up in trouble. So the Bible compares us to sheep. Sheep. It compares us to sheep because we follow. We are by nature people who follow. So the big question this morning is this. Who are or what are you following? Who or what are you following today? Are you following the Good Shepherd? Are you following Jesus Christ? Who are you following? And I think that social media has messed up this term, Follow. You can follow somebody on social media, but that doesn't mean that you're following like a sheep follows a shepherd or like a disciple follows Jesus. Uh, When Jesus said, follow me, he wasn't asking people to join his social media account. He wasn't saying, follow me on Twitter. When Jesus said, follow me, he was speaking literally. Jesus literally says to you today, follow me. That means... Where I go, I I call you to go. What I command, I I command you to obey. Uh, What I teach, I call you to teach. And what I do, I call you to do. So we're to follow Jesus, to truly follow the good shepherd. But like sheep, we're distracted. And we follow something or we follow someone uh, headed in the wrong direction. Jesus says, follow me, follow me. Like sheep, we stray from the fold. But all the while, even as we stray from him, Jesus still promises to lead us. He promises to lead us when we constantly stray. So Jesus promises to lead us. He promises to lead you today. But what does it mean when Jesus promises to lead you? Well, first of all, when Jesus promises to lead you, he does not promise an easy path. He does not promise an easy path. But he does promise that you would be protected by him. So to follow Jesus means not an easy path, but protected by him. Psalm 23, verse 4. Here the psalmist says, Yea, though I walk through what? The valley of the shadow of death. That doesn't sound like an easy path to me. If I was driving through the the mountains and I saw a road that said the valley of the shadow of death, I wouldn't turn down that road. I wouldn't go down that path. Yet we do find ourselves in the valley of the shadow of death. And the psalmist says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me." So Jesus promises to lead, but not an easy path, not an easy path in this life, but protected by him. All of us have walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Some of you coming here today, watching watching online or sitting in the pew, you may be saying, well, Pastor, right now, I feel like I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Who's been there before, if you're honest? Through the valley of the shadow of death. We've experienced tragedy, heartache, trouble in our lives. That's because Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. But he did promise to be their good shepherd. And he has promised to be your good shepherd through the difficult paths of life, through every path of life. So, what are you facing today? What predicament are you in today? First of all, I want you to know that your difficulty, your predicament, your temptation, your trial, your grief, is normal. It is normal. It's normal for a Christian to have hardships in life. The Apostle Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, he wrote, Beloved... Do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. So Peter says, if something difficult happens in your life, don't be surprised, as though something strange were happening to you. Some preachers tell people that following Jesus makes life trouble-free. They say if you follow Jesus closely, you'll, you'll be healthy, you'll be wealthy, and you'll have massive success with the ladies too. Some believers have been destroyed in their spirits and in their hearts because they have been told that they aren't good enough Christians. They've been told that their illness, their troubles, whatever it is that they're facing in life is caused by a lack of faith. They would say, because you don't have enough faith, that's why you're sick. That's why you have difficulties. That's why you have hardship. But, but nothing could be further from the truth. Remember what Peter says in 1 Peter 4.12. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. And Jesus himself said to the disciples, In this world you will have what? You will have tribulation or you will have trouble. Jesus is your good shepherd, promises to lead you, not an easy road, but protected by him. And knowing and trusting that you are protected by Jesus, that's where true joy is found. True joy is not found in the absence of difficulty and of hardship and of tribulation in life. True joy is knowing that you have a good shepherd who walks with you through the valley of the shadow of death. He's leading you, and he will continue to lead you through whatever you're facing in life. So Jesus promises to lead us, but where does Jesus promise to lead us? Not an easy path, protected by him. Also protected from the devil. Not an easy path but protected by him. Protected from the devil. And Jesus says in our gospel lesson, he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is teaching us to beware. To be aware. You need to be aware of who you're following. Or of what you're following. Remember, we're all like sheep. We're all followers. All people are followers. So we need to be aware of who we are following. The hired hand. He cares nothing for the sheep. And mark my words, eventually the the wolf comes, the devil comes, the enemy of our soul, he comes, and he'll attempt to snatch you away, to take your very life. So Jesus is teaching us to be aware, be aware of who or what you are following. If you're not with Jesus, if you're not following him, you have no defense against the attacks of the enemies. Those in Christ, those following Christ, they know that there is a defender against the enemy, and that defender is Jesus. He is the good shepherd who promises to defend you from evil. Not only protected from the enemy, but protected from death. Protected from death. Remember, if we follow Jesus, it's not an easy path, uh, but protected by Him, protected from the devil, and then protected from death itself. And how has Jesus protected you from death? This is amazing. Jesus, your Good Shepherd, protects you from death by Him laying His life down for you, He protects you from death by dying. For you, Jesus, who is true God and true man, entered through the gate of death to conquer Satan and to take possession of death and hell itself. So today, Jesus, your good shepherd, he is Lord over life and death. And it's by his death and resurrection that Jesus holds the keys of death and hell. Verse 17 of John chapter 10, for this reason the Father loves me. Why? Because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord, Jesus says. Jesus is the one who made the choice to go to the cross, to die for your sins. And he is the one who has authority to take his life up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father." Martin Luther says, the body they may kill. The body they may kill. Did you know that you're not free from the grip of physical death yet? None of us are free from the grip of physical death yet. However, you are free from eternal death, death which separates you from God. You're free from death through the sacrifice of Jesus upon the cross. He died for you to free you from the curse of death. Jesus promises to lead you. It's not an easy path, but protected by him. Protected from the devil and protected from death itself. Jesus is your good shepherd. Some people might be asking, what do I need to do to earn the protection of the good shepherd? What do I need to do in order to earn Jesus as my good shepherd? What do I need to do to earn this thing that Jesus promises that I would have life Today, protection from the devil and protection from death. Many people have tried to earn the good shepherd's care in their lives. They've tried to clean themselves. They've tried to make themselves acceptable in the sight of God. But no one has been able to and no one is able to do enough good works or religious things to clean themselves up so that they would be accepted into the fold by the Good Shepherd. We can't clean ourselves up. We can't earn our way into the fold to have Jesus as our Good Shepherd. Did you know that the care of the Good Shepherd is given to you as a free gift of God's grace? You don't do anything to earn his care. Actually, Jesus does all the work. He does all the work himself. To bring you into the fold, to bring you under his care. Jesus doesn't say, Be a good sheep, clean yourself up, get your act together, and then you can come into my fold, and then you can become a sheep of my pasture. He doesn't do that. Jesus today simply says to you, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. He doesn't place any conditions upon you being cared for by him. Actually, Jesus leaves the 99 to come after you, to bring you into his fold. In Matthew 18, 12 through 14, we read, What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the mountains and go and search for the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that any one of these little ones should perish. You and I are that one sheep who has gone astray. We have wandered from the fold. We have sinned against the Lord. We have sinned against our neighbors. Sin is nothing more than to wander from God, from his His will for for our lives and from his fold. But Jesus, who loves you, Jesus, who loves you unconditionally and loves all people unconditionally, leaves the ninety-nine To find that one lost sheep to bring her or to bring him back into the fold. You know what it's like to wander from the fold of God? You know what it's like to leave the protection of your good shepherd? Know that Jesus is coming for you. He's coming to rescue you because he loves you. And did you know that you'll never wander off or willfully run away? And sometimes we do wander off mindlessly. Other times we willfully say, I'm going to run from God. I don't want God. I don't want him in my life. But know that you'll never wander off or willfully run away so far that Jesus won't go searching for you. Jesus is seeking after you today. And he says to you, I love you. I love you with uh, with an unconditional and everlasting love. He says, "I live for you." He says, "I love you. I died for you and I live for you. I rose again just for you." So that in me you may have life, true life, everlasting life. And then he says, "I come I come looking for you to pull you out of wherever you're at, whatever ditch, whatever mess you've gotten yourself into, whatever situation you're in. I, I come to you to pull you out and to bring you once again into the fold under my care. He loves you, He died for you, He rose again for you. He is your good shepherd. Rest and find joy in that reality today if you're trying to find joy in the circumstances of life good luck good luck sometimes you will find joy but so often this life is difficult and hard so we find joy in our Good Shepherd alone I invite you to please stand with me and today we're going to recite the 23rd Psalm maybe for you this is your profession of faith, saying that I have been brought back into the fold by the good shepherd, and today with you I confess also that I am a sheep, that I am a sheep who wanders, that I'm only rescued by him and through him. This is my confession. This is your confession. Let's say it together with our mouth. Psalm 23. Amen.